0: Hi, I'm Eugene Driscoll. Welcome to Naval Gazing on 103.5 WNHH, New Haven's community radio station. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Valley Indie reporter Ethan Fry. G'day. How you doing, Ethan? Good. Very good. Very and we good. should say we're streaming this live on Facebook as we record. What's today? Thursday, March 8th?
1: I believe ninth. is the 9th. Just looking at my phone.
0: Says you. Definitely the ninth. So that voice you heard, we have a very special guest, our old friend, well, he's not old, but our good friend, Rick Dunn, who's the executive director of the Naugatuck Valley Council (laughs) of Governments. Rick, thanks for being on Naval Gazing. Thank you, Eugene. Good to be here. And I I really got to thank you, because this is a wacky one, because we got all this different stuff uh, going on. Absolutely. we haven't had you on in a while, probably since the Great Give last year. You were on uh, as part of our uh, Beat Up the Valley Indie segment. Yes, you and my Kurt Miller
1: segment of that uh, broadcast.
0: <laughs> I think it was our, our most viewed of all the YouTube mm. videos we did. Probably, uh, probably because Kurt Miller was on. Miller is uh, yeah, Miller sure. is he's like a Kardashian. Yeah. He's just the, yeah. the man. is yeah. his ratings. Yeah. He's just wherever he goes, people just want to look. Just like that gives us the opportunity to switch gears a little bit. The Main Street Widening Project. A couple yes. of months ago, uh, the city consultants held on DPC, DPC Partners, right? Mm-hmm. Where they were they were in charge of sort of this public outreach effort sure. and investigation, and oh, not investigation, but they are they're helping the city come up with a new plan for. Uh, downtown, the downtown redevelopment zone. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things that just came out of it, uh, there was a P and Z meeting where there was an informal presentation from a developer from Shelton who's talking about possibly buying the life touch property and doing some type of, uh, yep. I guess, modern manufacturing, light manufacturing there, which was one of the things that DPZ partners suggested in their sort of economic uh, mm-hmm. plan for that. You need, they, they want a mix of uses, but not just like a subway, Dunkin' Donuts. Kansas
1: anymore property. Yes. the not. No, yeah. Ethan knows it as the not. Of, yes. The not (laughs) not in Kansas
0: property, but uh, yeah, you've just you've just taken a you've just slapped Derby in the face and the hundreds of people who worked at uh, LifeTouch over the years posting
1: it before last year's elections. Right. Yeah, but
0: if you're not familiar, yes, it's the it's the creative graffiti, the political, the politically tinged graffiti site. (laughs) Mm But anyway, so some of this plan seems to be coming to fruition, possibly, maybe, because there's no, I mean, it was an informal presentation, and we've seen a lot with the Life Dutch property and other properties there that they come before and they have ideas and they just have not happened yet. But one of the things that came out was, you know, it was a surprise to, I think, everybody, and I don't think we've talked since then, uh, you know, the widening project that was described as maybe not the best thing Mm -hmm. for that redevelopment Zone, because sure. there's this plan that's been in the works for a long time. Where the state wants to widen 34, uh, and that's going to be knocking down some some buildings there, some old buildings, and and making it better for. Because right now it's it's sort of a broken thing where everyone gets stuck. Uh, now has the I had heard that there was going to be a formal request coming eventually from the city for the actually the state to reconsider their plans, taking in some of the DPZ and public. Uh, comment again. Is this? Are True. we starting this whole process over with the Route 34 widening?
2: God, I hope no. Uh, the all right. So let let me qualify a few things. Uh, total uh, disclosure. I was the director of the redevelopment agency uh, that uh, originally. Uh, turned that south side of Main Street into a redevelopment zone, we did the search for a developer. Um, the developer I actually recommended to the Board of Aldermen at that time, uh, which nearly cost me my job, was uh, Avalon Bay, who ultimately ended up being the successful developer of the properties on Canal Street in Shelton. Um, the city went a different direction and everyone knows the results, uh, or lack thereof. So uh, the downtown charrette and study from DPZ Partners from their team, funded by the state of Connecticut. Uh, look, I- I'm I'm a longtime supporter of what's called new urbanism. Um, I- I'm a member or have been a member for near 20 years of the Congress of New Urbanism. Um, I believe in the concepts that they're advocating, uh, and. I don't disagree really yeah, with let me with just anything. Interrupt because people might sure. not
0: know what the like the DPZ mm-hmm. partners basically said that the widening project would would not be pedestrian friendly and doesn't fit into this new urbanism. Con- they basically said it's going to be a highway, and that's where of- and that's where we disagree. Um, so yeah, it so, looks like, by the way, it looks like our live stream isn't working anymore. Okay. Go ahead. No, just on the Facebook. We can keep
2: talking. About yeah. It. No, I I, I understand. Um, so so the the downtown area uh plan for south of main street that came out of that study uh, harkens back to a traditional downtown street grid um wider sidewalks and narrower roads on street parking uh unique buildings uh smaller scale buildings um but uh, a mix of uses jobs housing taking advantage of the transit center that's located there and the state's plans to expand service into that center which which are underway actually the infrastructure is almost fully in place for that so then we get to route 34 um you know it's no secret that i was a little upset uh when you the recommend the when, that uh, that- well the con- yeah the comment that that uh, you know um I think it was an inappropriate use of of the term because the analogy really uh, indicates that Derby is the pig, um, which I, I kind of took offense to. But the issue really is this discussion over whether the treatment of Main Street of Route 34 through downtown would preclude any development. Uh, successful development of the south side of Main Street.
0: Yeah, because I, I thought she meant when she said lipstick on a pig. I thought she meant was talking to the plan specifically. Like you have, you're you're putting a highway in her mm-hmm. estimates, You're putting a highway in the middle of Derby, downtown right. Derby, and then putting some like nice fencing and ornamental lighting. Mm-hmm. I thought she meant the plan was a pig and the. But anyway, we can we all right. We,
2: that, you know, she she may have intended that, uh, but but you're saying it's not a pig. This is a. beauty queen you know you have you have to understand a couple of things first of all the the dot owns the road the reason my agency got involved originally um when the money was sought these are some of the last earmarks issued by congress um and the reason we took control of this this is a, a philosophy my agency has we have lots of downtowns where state highways are their main streets and what we didn't want was a highway, a limited access highway, uh, Jersey barrier down the middle, uh, uh, guide rail, uh, fencing. We wanted a more urban treatment, a more pedestrian friendly treatment that served the purposes of a downtown uh, while still dealing with the ongoing traffic issues. So, I'm actually pretty proud of the work we did uh, in that regard. Um, we shortened distances that pedestrians needed to cross uh, uh, from what they cross today uh, to uh, what they will have to cross in the future under our design. Um, there are a number, high incidents of rear-end accidents, side swipes, and the like on, on Main Street today, uh, largely because uh, we have no way to make... Uh, unsignalized left-hand turns or even signalized left-hand turns because there's no area of refuge for vehicles or pedestrians who, who might be caught in the middle of the road. Um, so we had designed something that provided for parking on both sides, provided for two-lane traffic in each direction, so four-lane road, which was the state's one of the state's conditions on the project. Now normally these lanes are required to be 12-foot wide with 8-foot shoulders. We wanted 10-foot wide with 1-foot shoulders um, as part of the modification process with the state. We ultimately ended up with 11-foot lanes and 4-foot shoulders. So I'm still in favor of trying to revisit those those shoulder widths and and limiting that. Uh, We were then required to add... Bicycle and pedestrian access, it's its a requirement of projects. It's called Complete Streets. Um, and we built off of that to connect what will be a bike pedway and a, sort of a promenade on the Derby Shelton Bridge, uh, connecting to this bikeway uh, and connect that to Route 34. So that widened the profile of the road as well we had originally proposed using the greenway the existing greenway and coming out and trying to link in front of home depot to get to the train station that was rejected by the state back at that time so we're now at a, at a point where i think it was unfortunate that the woman who led the uh, DPZ process really blindsided us i i made my staff available to the to her team every day of that session for the the full week. I was there myself at least three days. Um, We had a number of conversations, none of which ever broached the subject of the roadway design being a problem for development to occur on the south side of Main Street. And then we walked into the room that night, heard the presentation, and were, were basically told uh, if, if we're allowed to do what we plan to do, uh, there's no chance of success for development in downtown Derby. Yeah. And frankly, it sounded like an excuse um, from someone who was, was worried about their plan succeeding. Um, but it also exaggerated any of the, the cautions uh, that you would normally include in a recommendation like that. So, what, And here's the thing that people don't want to consider. There is one way to cross two rivers in Derby. We're not talking about I-95, where uh, you might have Route 1 running in parallel. You might have a separate Main Street running in parallel. uh, You have 95. You have the Merritt Parkway. Um, There are options for people who want to pass through versus people who want to travel locally. Um, You have that really all along the coast, which is where we were given these examples of of uh, why we shouldn't design this roadway. But to get from East Derby, from the New Haven area, uh, to, uh, from the Waterbury area, from the Danbury area, or from Shelton, you have to cross at least one or two rivers, and that involves using Route 34. There really is no other way to do it. So when we're asking the federal government to fund what could be up to $20 million to improve a roadway, um, and which, by the way, the money's already in place. Um, I can't do it in such a way where I go and recommend to them, yeah, let's spend $20 million. We're going to make it look good. We're going to put in trees and... Uh, you know, differentiated pavement services pavers, and things like that. But uh, we're not going to increase the capacity of the roadway at all, or the performance of the roadway at all. We want we want cars to go elsewhere. Because that was another thing I was sort of saying. The truckers will find right. another way around this. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's interesting that if you look on uh, uh, my agency's Facebook page today, there's a link to a to an article uh, about uh, uh, the use of these pop GPS uh, navigation programs. What is that, um, like Waze? Ways. Waze. I don't use yeah, Waze. I'm and, old school. Yeah, Waze. It has ways to be spelled
1: like without vowels or incorrect, like with Z instead of Y-S. Right. And
0: then they have like a billion dollars in venture funding mm. and it's around for two yeah. years. Mm.
2: Valley Indy? Well, actually. Shoestring Nine. Go- oh. Google, Google now owns Waze. Oh, um, there you go. And uh, Like they do everything. And, and they still have Google Maps. Uh, but uh, these, these sort of pop GPS uh, navigation software, they send people to roadways that are not. Yeah. capable of handling Hawkins, this kind of Whenever, whenever traffic
0: somebody track. tries to go to my house, they're coming through Hawkins Street near Over the Hill, right. and it's like, that's, no, that's a... That's a Shortest route isn't... Yeah, right. it's sometimes necessary. the dumbest way to take. And and I, if tractor trailers do that, that's what, like a big increase of tractor trailers going up Nomeg Avenue, the back of Derby High School. there have
2: been significant problems with, with uh, commercial traffic, um, even though they tend to use uh, uh, programs by companies called Navtech and other ones that make... V- more substantial commercial programs for truckers wait how'd we get on talking about uh, well point is it's a diversion of traffic it was it was stated by the the developers in the downtown let the traffic go over to Shelton and use Route 110. Oh, right. It's not Derby's problem. Let it be Shelton's problem. Well, I, I, I unfortunately don't have that luxury. I, I'm the regional planning agency. The state of Connecticut is the state of Connecticut. These are state roadways. We can't just send someone's traffic to another town because this town doesn't want to have it. We have to accommodate traffic appropriately so it serves local business, it serves people who must pass through, and it serves commuters. Um would it be better eventually if there were so many jobs in downtown derby that people didn't have to pass through that those 26000 people who commute into shelton each day or the 48000 who come south on route 8 actually you know got off and and worked in derby would that be sure that would be easier It'd be even better if they were able to take the train hmm. um but <clears throat> but right now we have a roadway that performs at uh, without getting too technical, level D on an A to F scale. Um, and if we did, flashing back to high school, <laughs> if we did what they're asking for, it would probably still perform at a level D. Um, whereas, you know, if I don't at least give the feds a level C performance, they're not going to approve the project at all. So where, now, because uh,
0: Mayor DeGado had sort of come out and issued a press release saying we like what DPZ is saying here, we want to talk to. Yeah. Uh, the, the the road gods and see if we can get
2: them to change things slightly so where does that stand now because th- sure uh, they have um and and the city has has really done a good job in, in trying to communicate uh, on this and and express their point of view so uh, I have to say where I differ with the city up front is they they like to say that the community came out at this dpz conference and demanded that the the route 34 project be uh substantially altered scaled back i i can't accept that and frankly the federal public participation guidelines can't accept that because we didn't advertise it as this, a is, formal public- this, is, this is a hearing that where you're going to be able to comment on what route 34 looks like and you had those formal
0: hearings in the past over the years. Yes,
2: and we're going to have another one now. So getting, why are you going to have another one now? Is getting to where, getting okay. to where we are. So we have the mayor. The mayor has not submitted a letter to us um, that has uh, just get on that, 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 mic. Is, that is giving us uh, requests to make some changes. So we think a lot of them are good suggestions. Um, so we're going to work with these suggestions um, once we formally have the communication. Uh, We'll schedule a new public information meeting, probably at Derby City Hall. Uh, We're going to present what the 2011 preliminary design plan is, which is the last approved design. Um, We're going to then present the requests that the city is making uh, as changes to the project. And then we're going to take public comment. Um, No, I mean 2011,
0: this has been a a long time. Very uh, long time. Yeah, because... is this, when's the shovel going to be in the ground? When was it supposed to be? And, and it's got to be obviously delayed now if you're doing hmm. public hearings again.
2: Yeah, the project's been kicked again. Um, we would have anticipated construction in 2018 um, uh, up until the, the downtown Charette uh Right now, I could not tell you because I'm not sure exactly what route we're going to take. I can tell you a couple of things about the project.
0: But wouldn't so, that—let me just—and right. I, I don't mean to <laughs> interrupt, because now there's a new—and and we were joking before, but there's a new administration mm-hmm. now. There, the, the, the new administration is very much about cutting costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an election in November, too. There, there Well, yeah, there's the election coming <laughs> Potential up. Potential for— but, you know. And then you've got— I assume the people on the state and federal level who, who – who, I mean, if I was the guy who was involved in approving this process or this project, and I do it, and we go through it, we go back and forth for years now, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden now, oh, it's going to be different. Don't they put that on the bottom of the list now? Don't they kind of say, okay, Derby, and you get kind of dro- – I'll do a sound effect. This is the Route 34 project being dropped in the garbage.
2: Like or to the bottom of the list, doesn't that – isn't there a, a – No. No? The project is funded. So I won't, I won't get into all the rules of how we fund and obligate funds for projects. Suffice to say the feds pay 80 percent and the state will pay 20 percent because it's a state roadway. Um, because the federal funding is in place and the state has committed their funding to the project – We're going to proceed as soon as we can get to advertising, which means we have bid documents to put out on the street for contractors to bid on. It'll be bid. It'll be constructed. It's about a two-year construction period no matter how you look at it. Um, When that happens, I I can't say today because I don't know where we're going.
0: And that's a a pretty significant change because I don't think anybody's reported that. I mean, we're saying that the Route 34 widening project had a start
2: date, and now it doesn't. It had a projected start date, and we're now kicking the schedule. We have not published a new schedule, but off, uh, I can tell you that it won't be under construction 2018. That's nearly impossible at this point. Um, maybe advertised very late 2018, 2019 construction. It's optimistic, I think, but it's possible. And is it because of this... Uh Request
0: to change. I'm just trying to boil it down to would it have happened without if, if DPZ had never had that uh, Or if they had had their charrette and never made those statements and the mayor didn't write that letter Would we still be on track or was this gonna be delayed either way?
2: Uh, you know, I, I'd like to answer that's so hypothetical. I don't know that I could um, There are so many other factors involved something else could have happened with the design the short history of the project is that We lost three years in what's called NEPA, the National Environmental Policy Act review by the federal government. Had to do with the fact that the city, uh, the state had ordered the demolition of the buildings along the south side of Main Street before there was even a roadway project. Um, And unbeknownst to us, uh, Federal Highway Administration decided they needed to investigate that to make sure that the city didn't conspire with my agency to knock down the buildings uh, uh, so that they could avoid the historic review requirements Um, and there was some other mistakes made by a a contractor on the job uh, who decided that using Google Maps to identify buildings was a better method than actually going out and physically looking and when she would have realized the buildings were already gone. Um, But that lost three years. We uh, then went back into a new public information meeting because so much time had elapsed. We went into final design. We had some changes then from the Stafiri administration, who was then in power. Um, We made those changes, uh, which eliminated parking on the south side of Main Street. And uh, that's when the state wanted us to put the uh, complete streets concept into place with bike ped. Um, And then... Now we get to this point with the new administration uh, who had signed off on that plan and transferred the land required from the city to do it. But once the the uh, downtown uh, charrette happened, uh, wanted to, in, in fairness to them, run down every p- potential ch- uh, chance to implement what they think would be a better uh, design for their downtown project. I, I don't blame them. I, I, I I just don't happen, having spent as much time as I've spent with this project, um, I think that the recommendations from DPC were pie in the sky for Route 34. Um, I don't think it's going to ruin any chances of development. Most developers want the ability to get motor vehicles in and out, none of which precludes uh, uh, TOD development, transit-oriented development, where people live, walk to the train station. Um, we're about to embark on a Route 8 corridor study for new transit mode that actually serves Shelton. So, uh, you know, I know people like to beat up on CT Fast Track, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, since it opened, it served 5 million people. It's wildly successful in terms of uh, a- public transportation projects and how these things go, it's gotten some really bad press and maybe the state hasn't done such a great job promoting it. We're about to study looking at modes like that to service the Route 8 corridor from Derby Shelton Station or maybe even a little further north in Naugatuck Valley down Route 8 along the Bridgeport Avenue development into Trumbull, into Bridgeport, and then connecting with the main line of uh, uh, New Haven line of Metro North somewhere in Bridgeport. Um, let me. I, you know, it, it, I
0: just wanted to stick to Route Thirty Four for a second, though, because mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time. Because I'm just thinking about this, you know, as we're we're, we're talking. I mean, it, so there's been this project's been going on for so long it keeps getting changed because new like concepts and theories come into to development like these mm-hmm. uh, uh, workable what's it called livable streets what are they, are they complete the, streets complete streets
1: it's almost Lovable like livable communities, communities. I mean, sustainable like a, communities like children are new being urbanism. born and new being buzzword. raised
0: yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. All, new philosophies like just, like, at what point does it just not happen though because it's I mean that's amazing to me that it's been around for so long it's being changed because the the world around it is changing and it keeps having to change to adopt these new philosophies yeah. and every time we get a new mayor in there they have new
2: mm. it's, it's funny a- you can actually trace all all of this stuff back to Jane Jacobs um, and and a uh, book she wrote in the 60s and early 70s um it's a
0: it's a good philosophy oh I, I guess my question is, is this is this an indication that this is just it's dragged on for so long. It's not going to happen. Like, how confident are you that this will happen in your lifetime? If the, the p- widening project.
2: Well, you know, unfortunately, the, the, nature, is, is the nature the nature of my business is that we often work on projects that might not be built in our during our careers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we we have to take the long view. My my agency's official planning horizon is forty years, so um, I don't plan to be at the agency for forty years. So. And then, but I'm just thinking like our,
0: our average Facebook reader <laughs> Robert is Moses, like. Moses,
1: come on. Yeah.
0: But our the average our, our, our average reader is like let, let's have come on now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say now.
1: like uh, and like I've only lived in the Valley for five years, but mm-hmm. like the perception you get from re- just reading reader comments about uh, Route 34 related stuff is you know they knock down all those historic treasure buildings mm-hmm. with the anticipation that Route 34 would be widened, and like I, I I thought those things were always connected, and I, I guess no. not um but like that's what the perception is is isn't it or, or like well uh,
2: you have to separate the buildings that the state uh took for the project which are at the lower block uh um basically from Caroline Street to Factory Street the bu- the bu- the buildings still standing those are the ones that were taken as part of the project the rest of the buildings uh for the most part were condemned by the state building official and they were collapsing long before the city got possession of them um there are a couple of decent one, one decent one in between, but not many others. Uh, interestingly enough, the last building that went down uh, was the predecessor of the Sterling Opera House had the theater on the top floor. It was called the Gould Armory Building. It was condemned in 1890 hmm. um, for for cool. public o- occupancy. So we think so, this was a long time. So so um, but but point the point is that that uh the the project itself is. It, it, it deals with so many different interest groups, and then when the public becomes frustrated or believes something to be true because it's been repeated or they've heard it or someone else said it, uh, it makes having a civil conversation very difficult. I can't explain to people, uh, ration- if they if, if they don't want to understand all of the pieces that go into something like this and the changing political winds over a decade i can't explain to them why it takes so long i can technically tell them why but I, it's hard to, to you know justify a reason look I, not to get too far afield last night having a conversation about the ramp we just designed and built at division street northbound from griffin hospital which i love which uh, i love I i'm glad people, to hear you
0: say that i do and i also love the uh, in front of the deli, the left turn only going right. to Wakeley right. avenue
2: And it would be nice if if we would have been allowed to fix that whole intersection on 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 the the other other side. side. Yeah, yeah. Um, But. The point is, you know, people are complaining, well, how come you didn't build a southbound exit ramp? How come you didn't fix the ramp? Well, we designed them. We sent them out to public hearing, and they were rejected by the public. The DOT listens to the public. The city, my agency listens to the public. Public participation, bottom-up planning are are integral to the process that are required under federal regulation. Um, it is the way we do things. Some people don't like it. You know, louder voices may be in the minority. Um, and we deal with that on a daily basis. I'm sure you deal with it on a daily basis. <laughs> but but you know, we, we make our best effort to continue to go out to the public and to gain the best information that we can.
0: And then what's interesting is you have people like you're talking about that that those exit ramps. You might I mean the public sentiment when you might have changed something in a plan. might have been five years ago, and then the thing's built, and then it's there, and like then you have a new public sentiment who wasn't there five mm-hmm. years ago, so it's almost impossible to make everybody happy, I guess. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Well, they, yeah, it's impossible to
1: make everyone and happy. They, like, there are people who are
0: get just... Get on to, like... There are people who just... You just, you just <laughs> walk in and start working here? They say,
1: you know, <laughs> people like me who are just cynics, you know, and naysay everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, people... A constant uh, struggle, the, sure.
2: There are lots of people who just fundamentally have given up on, on government, serving them or government working well and you know it's hard to have a conversation with those people about the, the the mechanics of getting a project done and getting public opinion um and dealing with people who live in an area versus people who live outside an area but are served by a facility like main street um because we do have to balance all of it uh you know, look, I live in Derby. It, it, my, given my druthers, I'd rather a two lane road with uh, a dedicated left hand, uh, opposing left hand turns down the middle and parking on both sides and 15 foot wide sidewalks. I think that would personally be the best thing for Derby. But it won't handle even the cars we have on the road today. And it's not even, there's not even a peak versus off peak difference on on main street and derby we see a relatively steady flow of traffic throughout the entire day and on weekends yeah um it, it's not yeah. like it just gets backed up at, at rush yeah, 34, hour 34 it's just yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And yeah and the bridge there that's all those entrance everyone's trying to get on the bridge mm. onto route 8.
1: Yeah, and the, as you said like a state road is like a main street for so many towns like it is in, in where we are right now in ansonia and yeah. like after five it's there's not much. I want to know what you did to our Facebook Live thing, Ethan. I, I did not had,
2: do anything. We had seven minutes of gold, and then it just <laughs> went off. But, but you know, in in, in my 19 communities off the top of my head, uh, obviously I've come from the Lower Valley, so I know these better, but Shelton, Derby, Ansonia, Seymour, oh, Oxford, yeah. to the extent that it's a main street, and... Um, uh Middlebury, uh Woodbury. Where are they? We don't yeah. know. Southbury. Yeah. Ooh, they're they're in my region. I have like Bethlehem. Fruitberry. Um <laughs> I do. Don't sounds, don't laugh. Sounds like you're yeah, needing. I, I, I know a guy who was uh, grew ah. up in Bethlehem. But but we don't care about but those most of those with the with the exception of I think Waterbury, uh all almost all of those main streets are state highways. Um and it's always a battle because DOT working from the state design manual and what's called the the AASHTO Manual, which is the National Professionals uh, uh, Association of State Highway Officials. Of course, um, working from that manual, uh, you get a highway, and and frankly, we didn't des- we didn't uh, design a highway for Route Thirty Four in Derby. It was a p- very pedestrian friendly road, um, but. The idea that you would have unsignalized uh, crossings of three and four lanes so that uh, Minerva Street could continue on the south side of Main Street and Caroline Street could continue. It's just not. Let me ask you a question.
0: So the mayor has sent a letter asking the state, is it to the state? For some changes? No, I, or my my
2: agency is the designer of the project. Um, we're we we're technically a contractor to the state. So you know what what I mean, I'm just saying. The mayor, because mm-hmm. she's the, the you know yep. the, the I don't know if it's, it's I'm
0: not specifically speaking for, her, but yep. if all those suggestions, of which you're aware,
2: were to be adopted into this project, mm-hmm. would the federal government still fund it? Are these game yes. changing? No, no. Okay. I, I I think I think what the what the city is asking for now, I and mean, we were just to be clear, we were talking about what came out of that. Downtown DPZ, sure. DPZ, sure. Well, the city is asking for, uh, I, I believe, a reasonable request that we can probably negotiate uh, with the department. Um, my people can model the, the change. Deep state. You'll be talking to the deep That's state. Right. That's, That's right. True. That's
0: right. Love that term.
2: <laughs> but but my 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 staff will be able to model, and our consultants will be able to model the requests that they're asking for to prove that they they work. Um, and that they won't inhibit traffic flow. I I have concerns with a couple, but basically the city's asking us to put parking back on both sides of Main Street instead of just the north side, which is a good idea, Uh, get rid of the bike ped facility, which is going to require the state's permission, use the greenway uh, behind Main Street, and then uh, the the city's going to have to make a commitment to connect from um, somewhere along Caroline Street to come out, off the Greenway and out to Main Street and get to the Home Depot so we can get to the train station. The bike. The bike ped has to connect to the Everybody's train station. riding bikes. Well, people walking. No, I, mean, I know, I know. You've, got, I you've know. got almost 600 units of housing on Canal Street in Shelton. Uh, potentially, yeah. that is a, a huge market. Um, if we get, you know, half-hour peak, uh, peak train service on, mm. on the half-hour and return service in the evening, um, that becomes a very, very viable uh, commuting route, so people can walk or ride their bikes from from there. Uh, it's a big deal. Um, let, me, let me ask tonight because we only have about. L- l- let me just quickly run through what the what the cities Dunn's taken for. over the show. I am. Uh so so they've gone back to eleven foot uh, request for eleven foot lanes with two foot shoulders, which I hope we can uh, we can uh, So they basically with. asked for
0: everything that you guys asked previously and was already rejected.
2: No, like. no, now no I'm getting no. Into the all right. hard ones. All right, they so. want us to eliminate the dedicated left hand turn lanes in along Main Street to make the turns. And they're we're eliminating all the one way circulation from the side street. So we're taking basically Elizabeth, Minerva, uh and Third Street out of the project. They're going to remain two-way streets. They will no longer be one-way streets. Um, We'll eliminate the left-hand turn lanes that are unsignalized. So the only signalized ones will be at Elizabeth, Olivia, and Water. Uh, Little concerned that the, the stacking lane that will be provided might not be long enough so that cars... Might you know, would have their tails out into the operating lanes if there were more than three vehicles waiting to make a left-hand turn, so, but we'll model it. We, you know, we'll run the models. We'll see if it, if it works. Uh, their goal is to narrow that median. They want an eight-foot median everywhere except where we're going to have the turning lane. Um, and then, uh, basically, we, we're I think we're able to get rid of everything else. Uh, they do want to remove the parking lot at Bridge Street. They see that as a as a construction. Uh, site for new development um and i'm getting npr photographing uh rick as okay. he's speaking so so we think there's a reasonable request um we so what we'll do is we'll go to uh we'll send them up to the state we'll we'll schedule a public information meeting we will then talk to uh, take comment from the public for at least a 30-day period about these proposed changes we will then reinitiate the final design process um Yes, it'll cost us a a little more money regardless of what method we choose or what aspects get changed. Um, It will lengthen the timeline, uh, hopefully not too much. Um, What we're looking for is to not re-trigger NEPA, the Environmental Policy Act, which includes everything from historic review to to, uh, what's in the ground. Uh, The word environmental tends to be misleading. It covers all kinds of things.